This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hast thou e'er thought, oh, if only there were more hours in the day? With the exception of Can the Wizard, a lot of us wish we had more time. But if time became untethered and was truly unlimited, what would you even do? You have to know what you value to make use of such a gift. And therapy can help you find what matters to you most, so you can do more of it. Even without all the time shenanigans. I know therapy has allowed me to consider what matters most to me, allowing me to become a better friend and happier wizard. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com magic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot magic. Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane back to reality. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your travel experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Hey, it's Lincoln in the Space Bunker. Wink, wink. I said it out loud. That was dumb. Oh, crap. I forgot to turn on the fake bunker ambiance. Uh, there we go. Anyway, uh, so the consultant's still gone, and Trisha stepped out to see a little bit of Chicago, which is great. Got to see the bean. But, uh, yeah, she's been missing for, like, a week. Eh, the city's mostly a grid, though. She couldn't have gotten that lost. Regardless, I'm going to keep listening to the podcast and gathering important intel. Uh, but first, a quick heads up that there's a new Spintax the Green spinoff podcast called I Am Spintax. There are two episodes already available on Stitcher Premium with more new episodes coming out weekly. Spintax with his own podcast. Oh man, what a time to be alive. I'll have a clip of the show that you can listen to after the episode. As always, if you don't have Stitcher Premium, you can get a free month by going to stitcherpremium.com magic. And then you can listen to I Am Spintax, Earth Games, Behind the Tavern, Offices and Bosses, and more. Man, we have a lot of spinoffs now. That's stitcherpremium.com slash magic. Speaking of cool things to listen to on Stitcher Premium, Marvel released a new podcast about the Fantastic Four called Marvels, based on the graphic novel by Kurt Busiek and Alex Ross. The show is set in New York City after a battle between Galactus and the Fantastic Four that immerses you in the real world of the Marvel Universe and the lives of the people who inhabit it. It's written by Laura Shippen, the writer of The Bright Sessions, and directed by Paul Bay from Black Tapes and The Big Loop. That's some serious audio drama pedigree there. And guess what? They're both friends of the podcast, so uh, that's cool. Huh. Friends of the podcast. I should include that in my report. There we go. If you want to give Marvels a shot, go to stitcherpremium.com and sign up with the code MAGIC. Or going to stitcherpremium.com slash MAGIC also works. Both ways will get you a free month trial of Stitcher Premium. That's stitcherpremium.com with the promo code MAGIC. That's done. So let's get to the show. Tavern, a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Niekamp. If you've never listened to the podcast before, this is everything you need to know. Some time ago, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical, fantastical land of Foon. Luckily, I'm still getting a Wi-Fi signal from the Burger King through the dimensional rift, and I use that to upload a podcast chronicling our quest to defeat the Dark Lord, which has somewhat recently brought us to Jizzlenop Preparatory School for Young Wizards, where, you know what, we got jobs as teachers. I've set up the podcast in the, the teacher's lounge area, and you know what, this week I'd just like to have like a chit-chat session with some of my other teachers about what it's like to teach at a magical school. I am joined, as always, by my peers... 
Chunt the Talking Badger. Professor Chunt. Oh, Professor Chunt. Thank you so much. Uh, And also Usador the Wizard. I am Usador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Tarrakis. The elves know me as Fiangelic, the dwarves know me as Zorinhuk Stanges, and I am known in the northeast as Gasmanius Maystar. And there may be other secret names, yea, gentle listener, names so powerful that if I did e'er utter them aloud, every fruit upon the fruit tree I was near would wither and die. Yeah, the students at Jizzlenob know you as uh, Professor the Blue. Yes, that's right. They call me Professor the Blue now. Everyone loves me here. So, so wait a second. Both of you are professors? Yeah, I got tenured. Uh-huh. You got tenured already? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've been here for just a couple weeks. Well, they promised me ten more years. I got tenured. Oh, God. And look, Arnie, I sewed leather into my fur mm-hmm. on my elbows. That, and I have this pipe now. It's bleeding. I have this nice pipe. I ripped it out of the bathroom wall. I've been bonking other teachers on the head with it. That's not good. But professors are supposed to have a pipe. Can can I just start referring to myself as a professor? <laughs> you could, I suppose. I mean, we're in the professor's wardrobe, right? Yeah, I guess the, uh, this teacher's lounge is called the professor's wardrobe. Well, and it's not a teacher's lounge. That, that'd be crazy. It's a professor's wardrobe. Oh, okay. Well, we're we're in the sort of like private space for the teachers and professors of the school to kind of hang out, mm-hmm. let loose, complain about the students. It's a bigger one, so they call it a professor's wardrobe. Mm-hmm. If it's a smaller one at a different school, they call it a professestibule. Oh, you know, I'm not that familiar with what the sort of universities of this world are like. Is Jizzlenob like on the smaller side, medium side, bigger side? It's pretty large. One of the larger schools for uh, young mages and uh, necromancers to come and ply their trade. Uh, there are smaller, more private institutions. And, of course, there's a very, very large school uh, uh, down in uh, the Migosian Isles. Oh, what's it called? Thunderweist. Thunderweist? Thunderweist, yes. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Thunder. Thunderweist. Also, I gotta say, I'm such a proud papa. Oh, I brought Iggy Baby with me to the school, and Iggy Baby just got sorted and was put into a house. (gasps) He put on the sorting pants, and he was put into a house chirping bird. Oh. Oh. Isn't that amazing? That is. My little Iggy Baby. Yeah. Has anything hatched out of the egg? No. Oh. So it's just a... Not all eggs hatch, Arnie. Not all eggs hatch. Oh. That's a proverb. Which means... Professional verb. Oh, okay. To go... (laughs) Some verbs get promoted Uh in their professional verbs. Yeah. What would be an example of just like a amateur verb? In. (laughs) Towards. Oh. Oh. But speaking of professionals, to go back to my question from before... Can I just start referring to myself as, like, Professor Arnie or, I guess, Professor Kneecamp? I suppose technically you could, but I don't know that you should. It's possible uh, the powers that be can might show up and say, You have not been granted the power uh, of professorship. I'm so boring. Like that. Just like that. I think he sounds more like, I might name as Ken. I can't really well, do it. Swing and a miss. I that's can't pretty do a good. good can. Swing ha, and a ha, miss. Ha, you didn't think that was good? Hello, my name is Ken. I have no, I have no point of reference for this, but it also reminds me of your Michael Caine impersonation. Oh, yeah. My Michael Caine. Ah, Master Wayne. Master, Master Wayne. Wayne. Do not go in there. Master. That's what you always say. <laughs> That's Master my favorite. Wayne, swing. That's my favorite part of... <laughs> That's my favorite part of the Batman stories mm. that Arnie tells us when Alfred Pennyworth yells, Master Wayne, don't go in there. Don't go in there. Uh, yeah. And then a ghost Some- pops out. Yeah, somebody should have stopped him, but he went in there. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody Smoking. did stop him. Yeah, it's true. You know, I take degrees seriously, but I want to I wanna just start calling myself Professor Kneecamp because I feel like my students don't really respect you. Respect me. Okay. Like, uh, well, talk us through how's class been going. You're teaching math. I'm teaching math. Okay, woof, 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 woof. Yeah, which I got to be honest, I don't know a lot about math, so mm-hmm. I've sort of segued it into talking a lot about like Earth science, which is what I used to refer to just like Earth stuff. Okay. Um. But now wait, ho- hold on here. You're teaching a class about Earth stuff. Yeah. After years of telling us that you don't want to talk about Earth stuff. 
You now are telling me. You're doing it for a living. Yeah. Fuck you. Do you want to audit my class on our stuff? I, I don't particularly want to audit your class. I want to be treated with the respect I think I've earned over these past few years and have my questions answered whenever I ask you about Earth things. Well, you know, as a professor at Jizzleknob, you can audit my class for half price. And Arne, as a math price. teacher, audit stands for odd integer? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. What is an odd integer? Uh, in. Okay. Toward. All right. So I've been teaching the class, and the first day, I sort of tried to think, what are some things that I remember from math classes when I was growing up? And so I spent the first day really just sort of trying my best to explain the plot of Donald Duck and Math Magic Land. But it's very confusing. It's kind of picaresque. There's not a lot of story that goes in one direction. I had a hard time. They didn't really get what a Donald Duck is. Mm. And what is a Donald Duck? You said it's a pantless freak president? It's a duck with, like, anger issues. And what's a Daffy Duck? It's a duck with anger issues. And a Daisy Duck? It's a duck that has somehow gotten its anger issues under control. And a turducken. It's a food that gives you digestive issues. And a duck and cover? I don't know. A, a duck and cover? Duck blind? Duck blind? Yes, Are, what, what is it? What is a duck blind? You were answering all of Chunt's questions when he was saying well, duck things. Or if you want me to answer your questions, you can audit my class. As a professor at Jizzleknob, you can audit the class for half price. Ooh. But anyway, I just don't feel like... Wait, you guys are not getting a paid? Good deal. Yeah, you're not getting paid? No. Chunt. I guess Eggy Baby's getting free tuition. Oh, yeah, that's probably it. Hmm. Oh, yes, of course, I'm getting paid. I, I am a wizard, a natural force of nature and magic, and I have come here to teach these students not how to do magic, but of the history of magic. Ugh. Oh, you're teaching history of magic? Arcane history is my subject. I teach them about all the amazing things that have happened in the past with magic. Is your class okay? Because I heard a few days ago there was an arcane fire. Uh, there was an arcane fire. And, and there was a funeral? There was a funeral, uh, but uh, it... Did they read from the Neon Bible? We did read from the Neon Bible, and uh, I'm glad that you're saying these things. I think people <laughs> came in all the way from the suburbs. Well... And uh, the new one. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think I have that one. Yes. The class is going good? Oh, yes. It's, it is so wonderful to see young minds come alive when you regale them with the tales of foonish history, especially the history of magic. Yusinor, can I ask, please don't take this question the wrong way. But okay. Are, are your students really into what you're teaching, or is your personality just predisposed to assuming they're into what you're saying? Now, I understand why you would say that. I am a big enough person to accept my own foibles, but I believe they're actually quite engaged. In fact, many of them are so enraptured that they have grown eyeballs on top of their eyelids. What? They close their eyelids, and on top of their eyelids, I see another set of eyes. Wow, that sounds like, yeah, growth, literal growth. Yes, they snore loudly through the entire lecture, but I can see them watching intently. Huh. Hmm. Do they blink at all with these new sets of eyes? No, they are so transfixed they can't even blink. That sounds unsettling. No, it is a little bit, but they're very engaged. And often they're so engaged that they come up to me after the class and they say, will any of this be on the exam? And I say all of it. And then they look crestfallen because they don't want to just take a test. They want to learn it for their own edification. John, how are the students in your class? Pretty good. So I am teaching defense against art history. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously, I would prefer to teach um, transfiguration. Sure. That seems like, you know, I'd be a shoo-in for that. But, of course, uh, Gromulon Pumpkin Dragon, what's his name? It's it's not a silly name like Crom. It's Gord's God the Pumpkin Dragon. My apologies. Gord's God the Pumpkin Dragon has that class on lockdown. So uh, I'm sure I'll only last a year with defense against art history. So Well, I've heard that every teacher of defense against art history has died. Horribly and mysteriously. It's true. Ken very specifically mentioned that Ooh, to us. Fun. I they forgot ha- about that. They haven't been able to keep a teacher for that class more than four weeks at a time. And it's already been two weeks. Huh. 
It's ominous. Has yeah. has anything strange happened? Have you seen any monsters or any uh, any danger afoot? Well, speaking of defense against art history, a lot of the paintings in Jizzlenob have been slashed by a specter or some sort of uh, <gasps> some ghoul or ghost or something. All the kids have been seeing it. Unless oh. it's my kids playing a prank on the school. And then, the, good job, kids. Keep at it. The kids talk to you about the things going on in their lives? Oh, yeah. They come up to me after every class and are like, uh, Professor Chunt, can we get more homework? Can we, what are you up to? What? Um, yeah, they're really engaged. And, I mean, to be fair, a lot of times during class, I'll cut open a cow and just show figures in its blood because uh-huh. I'm kind of checked out. So I'll just be like, for the next hour, just watch what's being presented in the cow's blood. Oh, My students just mostly say things like, fuck you, shut up. Are those stop. answers, though? Please stop What are talking. the math problems you're presenting? Because that could be an answer. Oh, that's a good question. Have any of my math problems had the answer, please stop trying to explain this weird duck to us? Is this an opportunity for growth? Could you take some of this feedback and perhaps uh, do as they say and, and shut the fuck up? Yeah, because in math, there's foil, which is first, outside, inside, last. And, of course, there's fuck off, which is first, underneath, closer, knowledge, uh, over, further, further. Oh, okay. So that's the way you solve problems. Okay. Well, can you walk me through how I could solve a problem using that method? Of course. So give me some numbers. Give me a math problem. Seven. Great. So take seven. Okay. Now, the first number, you're going to mm-hmm. um, you're going to take that. And what number is that? Whoa, slow down. <laughs> that's seven, right? Uh-huh. And what's underneath seven? Six. Six. So you take first, underneath. Uh, Great. Underneath? Yep. Then you're going to get closer. What's closer to six? Seven, right? Seven. So you're back to seven. Yeah. Now you take the K, which is knowledge. You know that mm-hmm. it's seven. Yeah. Now what you're going to do... Over, further, further. Over, further, further. Uh, Eight, so nine, ten. Eight, nine, ten. Oh. You we solved it. it. He's he's a scholar. Okay. Do you get how I got that? I'll say yes. Okay. See, so seven equals ten. No problem. Seven equals ten. Okay. Do you understand? Uh, Yeah. Okay, now oh, you yeah. do one. I'll give you a number. Okay. Uh, uh, 33. Okay, 33. So the first number is three. No, then first number is 33. The first number, hmm, look, I'm going to write it down. Look, three, three. Mm-hmm. The first number is three. Well, if you put them close together and reverse one of the threes, it's actually an eight. Eight. That was one of the ones from the earlier one. Okay. Wow. What happened with the earlier one? Eight, nine, ten. Ten. The answer is 10. 33 equals 10. No, Arnold. It's Arnie. Professor Kneecap. Professor Kneecap, the first number is 33. What's under 33? Six. Why? Closest to six is seven. Mm-hmm. Knowledge, over, further, further, eight, nine, ten. I, that's what I said, ten. Yes, but you didn't you work it out. You left out the eight, nine. You didn't show your work on the board. You <sighs> have to show your work. You didn't show your work. I'm bored. <sighs> yeah, try it again. 51. All right, the first number is... Mm-hmm. The answer's 10. Can I just say the answer is 10? <laughs> but how'd you get there? <sighs> fuck off. <laughs> Arnie, fuck off. Zelda, stop it. I get enough of this from my students. You know what? The other thing, the, the other horrible thing, this is the worst thing about the students. They don't care that I'm from another world. Should I, they? I try to tell them. Hey, I know, kids. I know. I seem like the stuffy teacher. I'm a man from another world who fell through a dimensional rift. That should be interesting to them. You're but, talking down to them, though. And, I'm and, a man from another world, so um, listen, right? And to be fair, they're not here for you. You're here for them. This mm-hmm. is their time to mm-hmm. learn and grow. I wasn't talking down to them because I took my chair, I spun it around, and I straddled the chair. And I oh, said, kids, cool. look. Did you spin it halfway around or all the way around? I spun it all the way around. Okay, so like it's back to the Okay, back board. to the front. Okay. And then I straddled it with my back to the class. <laughs> hmm. And I said, kids, look, I'm not a regular teacher. I'm a man from another world. And Arnie, as you're sitting that way, we can see on the back of your clothes, they put a sign that said, fuck me on it. What? They put a sign that says, fuck me. Well, maybe that's just them trying to show their work. <laughs> Anything is possible. Now, uh, Arnold, perhaps if you're frustrated, uh, you should try a new tactic. What's a what's mm. something different you could do other than talking about ducks and talking about Earth? 
how else could you share the beauty and natural wonder of math yeah, with your make, students? make the information compelling. Well, then I tried to explain that I have a podcast. I spent like three Ugh. days trying to explain what a podcast was, including kind of like acting out the podcast for them, mm. doing all the voices, mm-hmm. doing a lot of season one all the way up to like episode 40 or so when they really did, were not interested anymore. They didn't care about the podcast either. That's like the only thing that makes me interesting. Huh, fuck. I mean, if they didn't care about you acting out a podcast, then I'm with you, Arnie. These kids suck. Yeah, right? Professor Neekamp, I got your back. And your back says fuck me. So, you know what? I'm no, with you. We've been over this. Yeah, I'm, yeah we will. I'm sorry. I'm just talking about myself. I just wanted, I thought I was going to be better at this. I'm glad that apparently both of you are doing great, but it just makes me feel all the worse that I'm not a. Am I not a good math teacher? I think you will be. No, I think, yes, I think you. No. Yeah. Yeah. You just need a little time yeah. to really get in there. It's only been a couple of weeks. Did you say a little time? A little time would be to nice, a too. Tie. Both of you are, are just gesturing a lot more than you normally do. Yeah. Your hands are just all over the place. How about Luckily, that? your tone of voice is exactly where it normally is. How about this? We cast a charm spell on you to make you more charming. Ooh. Oh. Or how about this? I'll give you some options. If they don't respect you, make them fear you. Ooh, wait. Mm-hmm. Let's do that first. Huh. Make them fear me. How, yeah. how would I do that? Is that why you hit other teachers with your... With my pipe. So here's what you do. Next time a student comes up after class mm-hmm. and says, like, fuck off to you, throw them out the window. You teach on the first floor, right? I do. Yeah, so just a couple of scrapes. Oh. But set an example is that, that you won't be trifled with. Is that what you do? Mm, no, I've never done that. My students love me. Oh. Do they really love you? I think so. I would several, assume so. Several of them got tattoos of me. What? <laughs> that seems like a bad idea. Two weeks in? Yeah, I don't know. What can I say? There's a tattoo parlor in Vander Village mm-hmm. that caters to students here. It's called uh, Billy Yum Yum Tattoo by Tattoo. <laughs> tattoo by two? Okay, I opened it, all right? I am getting paid, and I ah, put all my money to open this tattoo shop. There and I'm is. giving people free chunt tattoos if they want them, all right? Busted. Show us your tax returns. Here, Arnold, if you want to be more desirable to these... Well, I don't want to be more desirable to the... Uh, Arnold, Yikes, bikes. Arnold, if, if Usador, that's not what I meant. We that's took a not whole what I day meant. of class. No, that's not what I meant. All of this stuff. What I, I know you're no. old. I know you're like many hundred years old, but it's a different time now, Usador. I know probably when you went through the Great Halls of Taracas, it was normal for a teacher to marry one of their students. P.S. Have you been saying Great Halls of Dukakis? Because I still feel like that's a good one. That is a good You told one. me I'm sure you're going to start saying it, and you never do. That's true. You know, I got to say, all season I have not been interrupting Usador. We got to do that more often. We have I to do know. That yeah, Great Halls of Dukakis. It's pretty good. Ugh. Yeah, I should tell that to my class. They're going to love that one. Or Great Balls of Dukakis. If oh. you want your students to find you interesting and to be a good teacher to them, all you have to do is listen to them. Set up some office hours. Ask them what their problems are, and and they shall tell you what they need. Mm-hmm. And then throw some numbers in there. Throw some numbers in there and quote, uh, do you know Coward Zinn? No. Yeah, there's a guy in Foon, this author named Coward Zinn, and he wrote like a people's history of Foon. So it's like no bullshit what the kids want. Quote him and they'll be eating out of your hand. I, I don't, John, I don't want them eating out of my Well, the hand. horse students will Look, be eating out of Look, I hand. know you grew up in a different time as an animal where it was normal when you went to, like, uh, badger school. It was normal for a teacher to have their students yeah, put their eat. hand flat and yeah. uh, we'd nosh out of their hand. It's a different time. You can't hmm. do that anymore. Is it still okay if I eat out of my own hand? It's not great. It's not great. <laughs> <laughs> Is it still okay if I live... Hand to mouth? It's better than before and you're ass to mouth. <laughs> I told you that in confidence, Arnie, that I'm living ass to mouth. Well, what? Everybody knows. Anybody that's had a conversation with you really? and has a sense of smell. Is that apparent that I was living oh, ass to mouth? Yeah, it, oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Speaking of which, let's take a break. Let's get some water or something. Let's, okay. yeah. let's get you a little tie. This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. 
Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year, with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Now, Arnold. It's Professor Neekamp, please. It, Professor. Look, I'll write it up on. I'll write it up here. Prof. Hello, good morning, Usador. My name is Professor. There's so many. There's so many letters. You professor. just Professor Profarney. <laughs> oh shit! You know what? You start writing your name after a while, like it just doesn't look like anything mm-hmm. anymore. You kind of even mm-hmm. you're sort of like, what is this squiggle? Like I, none sure. of these are the letters in my sure. name. And then like knee camp, it's so long, everyone spells it wrong. I yeah. have to tell them there's a silent eye. I. I have that relationship with the word balloon, where the more I say it, I'm like balloon. It's like, what am I even saying? Yeah, balloon, 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 balloon. You're saying balloon, 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 yeah, right? Balloon. That's what so you're you saying. You get what I'm saying. I get it. Yeah. No, no, I'm saying but it like loses all of its meaning. It balloon. just becomes like a sound balloon. Balloon. No, but you're saying balloon. Yeah. What am I saying? You're right. You're saying balloon. Thank balloon. You. You got it. Balloon. You got it. Thanks, Profarney. If you want to be a successful teacher the way I am, what you must do is go to your students and say to them, what is it that you need? Let me be here for you. I often go to the hall uh, where everyone takes their meals, Mm. uh, the, the dinner hall. And there in the dinner hall, I walk past the students and they all laugh and wave and I wave back. They're so happy to see me. You must become part of the culture here at Chiseldorp. Yeah, immerse yourself within the walls of this uh, hollowed institution. You know, in the Great Hall, the the dining hall, um, they have uh, uh, floating chairs. Isn't that kind of fun? That's like floating chairs. Candles are on the floor. Tables and chairs are up in the air. Why are the candles on the floor? You don't want to catch fire. Oh. Fire rises. I've just been taking my meals in my room. I guess I should get out there and be a little more... Social? I don't know. I just, so you're making, hold on, you're making the kitchen weasels bring your food to your room? Yeah. Okay, well, that's shitty. I thought that's what they do. I thought that's what all the, the teachers did. I didn't know. No, the kitchen weasels are for the kitchen and for the great hall. You don't ask a kitchen weasel to bring you room service. That's probably why they're always so angry, but I just thought, like, you know, because they're weasels. Oh, Arnie, oh. not a good look. This yes. is a different time. <laughs> I mean, look, we can say this because it's just us. Weasels are just always, they just look angry. Oh, mm, Arnie. Have no. you ever seen a happy weasel? 
Arnie, it, this is between just us, but you should know in the professor's wardrobe, the PA system is always on. <laughs> what? It's the professor's announcement system. What? This goes out to the whole school. I thought you knew. My students can hear this? Oh, yeah, absolutely. This whole thing, right? We've all been complaining about all the students? Arnie, it's not that they can hear it. It's that they must. Anytime there's a message from the PA system, they must listen. It goes straight into their heads. I didn't complain. Look, I just hope that the students understand. I'm from a different world, and that makes me Ugh, very Not a good look. Now, okay, it, I'll get out there. I guess I just... I, have you explored the, the castle at all? Have you been to any other part of the school besides your room and your classroom? I went to try to send some mail. Okay. Uh, what system did you use? Well, I'm a little intimidated. Why do they send all the mail via wolves with bat wings? Mm-hmm. Like, they're scary. Is that an easier way to send mail? I oh. mean, it seems like that mail is definitely going to get through, but it's just terrifying. Like when a, like a full-size wolf with bat wings, like flies in through your window right well, think about it this way have any of your letters been lost no no because those things are fucking terrifying yeah. yeah you're not gonna mess with a postal carrying wolf bat yeah i just i'm just scared of airwolves that's all you're scared of airwolves yeah okay i just organically came to that hmm all right what to do with that <laughs> okay all right I'll remember that, Perfarni. Well, so what about you? What who, stuff who are you, you sending mail to? You know, I was just trying to send some mail to some of the people from Hawk's Face. Okay. You know, I miss some of our old friends. Did you get in touch with anyone? Well, I've been told that all of my mail got through, but I haven't gotten any responses. So I hope I'm just not murdering my old friends by sending wolves to them. Oh, no, I don't think so. Uh, who did you send mail to? Did you send something to Mayor Manana? Look, Mayor Manana is just a banana like it's not a brownie don't let him have it okay what? let him have it no but i, <laughs> oh, I, I tried right. to send i sent a wolf to momo the mouse with human strength i sent a wolf to flower the talking flower well she's thank not going the, to respond thank you for the quick recap on characters as well <laughs> thank you so much I'm always like, who are my friends? And then it's great to hear their name and then a quick recap. Yeah. Arnie the man from Earth. I even just to test it out, I sent a wolf to Chunt, the shapeshifter who's always a talking badger, yes, yes, who's me. the co-host yes, of this podcast. Me. Yes, Arnie, I'm right Hello here. from the Magic Tavern, mm-hmm. a weekly podcast from the oh, Magic yes, Land right mm-hmm. And you sent one to? Uh, that's it. <laughs> All right. Chunt, did you get my wolf? I did. Yeah, there was a wolf at my door. Uh-huh. And um, he dropped off a postcard. Yeah. Yeah. That's Can nice. I just say, thank you for not sending a wolf back because mm-hmm. that would scare me. That would scare me a lot. Yeah, of course. I could gather that they were terrifying, so I yeah. didn't want to do that to you. But mm-hmm. you should get out and explore more of the castle. Yeah, well, what's some of the stuff I should go see? Okay, let's see. You should go to... Have you been to the dungeon? No. There's a dungeon? There's a dungeon. This is oh, a yes. school. Why is there a dungeon? Well, just in case. But it's an ancient just in castle. Case. Just yeah. in case what? Well, it's an ancient, ancient castle, an long ancient before castle. it was a school. Yeah. And you're not just learning subjects. You're learning street smarts, right? Uh-huh. The kids here need a lesson in how to be an adult, how to survive. So a lot of times the headmaster will be like, you know, go down to the dungeon and kids will die or get caught in the pipes or something. So it's just kind of um, just kind of a life lesson. Huh. Mm-hmm. So the headmaster would be like, go down to the dungeon. I'm the mask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody what? stop me. Mm-hmm. That's what that's a great can. I know. I've been working on it. I've been told I can make my voice sound exactly like can. Really? Yeah. I don't. I don't. Try I mean, your it's not right bad, now. but it's not bad. Um, uh, uh, I am Ken. I was in the Truman Show. What? what? <laughs> Have you been to the stables? No. What's at the stables? Well, there are horses and uh-huh. Pegasuses and uh, and. Uh, Is it Pegasuses or Pegasi? I think it's Pegasuses. That's oh. why I said it. Oh. Okay. Oh, have you met uh, Genesis? No. Pegasus Genesis? It's a great little horse. I guess I just haven't He's heard. become a good friend of mine. I've heard a few good things about Genesis, but not that much. I mean, it's a throwback, but uh, I enjoy it. Okay. But sometimes I'll ride him and uh, go above the lake or just like circle the grounds or we, we formed a, a, quite a bond. Oh. Yeah. So Genesis, yeah. Good friend of mine. So if you go to the stables, look for Genesis. I can do that. And if you see him drowning in the lake, save him. Okay. If you hear his calls... If I hear him calling in the air, let's say, when would I hear this? Like tonight? Tonight. Like should I start tonight? tonight? You would hear it. Hold on. You would hear it coming in the air tonight. Hold on. (laughs) There are also some griffins down there. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, that reminds me. Guys, I've been working on getting an invisible touch. 
I need to get invisible hands. No, Why? you do not. For? There's so much magic at this school. Someone's going to be able to get me invisible hands. Then the students will love me. <sighs> Professor Kneecamp, uh, I think the students will love you if you just be yourself. Don't try so hard. Chunt and I love you. And you barely tried at all for these past five-ish years. You actively push us away, and yet we still love you. But now you're trying to get their love. You're trying to force them to love you, and they are rejecting that. They're at an age where they're rejecting authority, and they're rejecting what they're expected to do. You have to open your heart and your mind to them. Yeah, look at you. You put your pants on backwards. Why? To probably appeal to a younger generation. What? Oh, no. Oh, shit. That wasn't even a thing? I don't I I think that was just an accident. These must have been like this for weeks. How have you been peeing? I don't, never mind. Yeah, but yes. I don't want to. Never mind. Canonically, I got a huge, long dick. Well, I love my students. I have a very sweet young man in one of my classes. He's maybe the most attentive of all Mm. from House Cameltoe. And he... He comes to me every day after class and he says, Isidore, tell me another story of uh, magic of the past, of arcane mysteries, known and unknown. And I'll sit him down and I'll tell him a special story just for him. And he writes the notes down vigorously. And this young man's name is is Simmin. S-I-M-M-I-N. And he's such a sweet young lad, and I think he just wants to learn everything about the history of magic. And then, as he's leaving, he sometimes turns to me and says, Thank you for the additional story, Usadora. I'll put it to good use. Oh, so he just calls you by your first name? No yes. professor? That's no. a sort of that's a sort of relationship I have formed with my students. What does he mean by I'll put it to yeah, good what does that use? Mean? Well, I think he's gathering all sorts of arcane knowledge from the past, and he just wants to Use it in some way. But to, does he say it just like how you said it? Yeah. I'll put it to yeah. good use. Put it to good use. Yes, it's just like that. Simmon. Simmon. That's oh. very. And is he J.K.? Is he just kidding? <laughs> I think he's just kidding. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's a little. It's weird. Like I'll put it to good use. Like best case scenario, he's masturbating to it. No. Oh no. Don't like be. Best, don't be I'm crass. Saying that's best case scenario. Do, you masturbate Do not to words, Arnie. Stop now. What don't do you be crass. To? No, don't Stop ask. it. We are talking about the students at this school. Treat them with more respect. Do not speak about them in such a way. He is not masturbating. But every he's day, he's taking when, that story out to Lake Dingledong. He's masturbating. No, no, into no, it? no, no, no. But every day when he comes into class, his eyes are a little redder. Okay. Well, well, what do you think he's doing with that extra story? I think he's gaining power. Gaining power? Are they yes. redder? Are his eyes redder with blood? I don't know if it's blood or just like magical uh, power building up. Hmm. It, might, it might be blood. Uh, it's possible it's both. Hmm. Well, to be fair, maybe I it's blood power. I don't want to call it kettle black, but uh, I also have a teacher's pet. Oh, it's a small skull moth. It's a pet I keep in my drawer. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, I pull it out every once in a while. His name is Clyde. Uh-huh. Yeah, just a little skull moth. Have you seen a skull moth? No. It's a little moth with a skull on its forehead. Skull for a head? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's just straightforward. My, my little teacher's pet. Every teacher gets a pet. Did you choose one? I, I didn't know I was supposed to have a, a pet. You said, what's your pet? The griffin I mentioned down in the stable. And I will ride astride my griffin high into the sky all night long. And when I swing around the tower of the school, I see all of the children as they're in their common rooms playing games and studying. And I see little Simon by himself making little monsters and and turning (laughs) red with power. Making little monsters? Yes, sometimes. Little monsters, how we make them? Sometimes his desk, he just, he just makes little monsters with incantations, and I, I'm just so proud of him. Ugh, I don't know. I don't trust this Simmon kid. You don't? Yeah. Is he the one that has the star over his eye or the one that kind of looks like a cat? <laughs> Those are the same student, Arnie. What? <laughs> Starcat? You're talking about Starcat? Starcat? Starcat Simmons? Starcat Simmons? Yeah. I think that's a different student. Oh, my bad. Oh. Who's that cat with the star above his eyes? I think you're thinking of Grace Freelme. Grace Freelme? Yep. Sure. Okay. Seemed like you struggled with that name. You sure that's the name? I'm not sure. <laughs> you sort of, why do you always remember people whose names are hard to say? Look, I can't remember everyone's names Grace I've Fre- ever met. Grace Freelme? Yeah, well, let's go 300 right. years. Let's do a little test here. So... I'll go first, and then we'll go Arnie, and then we'll go you story. Let's just recall a few people we can remember. So for me, it's like Clyde, the moth, mm-hmm. Genesis, uh, mm-hmm. my friend Josh, 
who else is there? Um, uh, Gary, mm-hmm. Ted, uh, Melissa, Janet. Arnie, you say some names. Ace, mm-hmm. uh, Spaceman, yep. Freak with the Tongue. That that works. Now, you sir, what are some of your friends you recollect? Uh, Gorbon Thranostick, <laughs> uh, Shimmerwank's Wonder Smell. Fl- flower, the talking flower. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Scumbawum Bing Bang. Oh, see, this see? is what is frustrating about being in a magical world. All these weird names. Where I'm from, my friends had What's weird about normal Scumbawum names Bing Bang? like, oh, the, like I do Matt Young Scumbawum. and Adel Rafai. Like those well, are stupid names. The Second one was a little gibberish. So who's Chumbawamba? Scumbawamba Bing Bang. You know Scumbawamba. Mm. You don't remember Scumbawamba? Scumbawamba Bing Bang. When we were still in Hogsface. Lived in the town square underneath the third rock just east of the fountain. Oh, fuck me. Scumbawamba Bing Bang. And every day he would poke his head up and he would slither out of his hole and he would go to work at the bank. Oh, he worked at the bank? That's right. He worked at the river bank. He worked at the river bank. That's right. Catching money. (laughs) (laughs) I think what it is is I think Yusuf just has a better memory than us. Maybe. Probably. For I I have lived for over three centuries. And my mind is like a steel trap, capturing every bit of information that has ever passed through mine ears. Oh, fuck. So what happens if a bear steps on your head? All that knowledge would explode into the universe. (laughs) Oh, so it's not going to, like, clamp down on a bear? Oh. You just (laughs) your head explodes? Oh, I hadn't thought of that. Perhaps it would. Maybe my memory is terrible. I spent somewhere between three and a half and three and three quarters years in hog's face and... How many names can I remember from that place? I know there was Momo, the mouse of human strength. There was Flower, the talking flower. Chunt, the talking badger. Chunt, the shapeshifter who's usually a badger. That's it. That's all I remember. Can. Can wasn't really a hog's face person. He's hard to forget him because he talks. (sighs) Oh, Cuban Pete. Cuban Pete? (laughs) Who's Cuban Pete? Doesn't matter. What about uh, Larry Birdman or, mm. or uh, Rocky Cocodino? Is that his name? <laughs> Rocky Cocodino. Cocodino. <gasps> I remembered something Usador didn't. Ooh. Well, I, like I said, I don't. I remember everything. I just don't remember it all perfectly. Mm-hmm. Some of it gets a little, honestly, muddled. Thanks for the name, Usador. I'll put it to good use. Oh, Ugh. wonderful! Wait a second. I just realized something. Here's why Usador thinks all his students love him. He takes everything as validation. Thank you. Arnie, I think he's striving to be validation torient. At the end of the semester, whoever tried to get the most validation becomes validation torient. Oh, I see. Is there anything you're striving for? Any of the superlatives? Um, The professor superlatives, famously? You know, I was thinking about getting really good at giving toasts, being the salute Mm, torient. But you don't come to the the shared meals in in the Great Hall. You have to start coming to these meals. If you want to give toasts, that's the place to do it. Big cafeterias give me a lot of anxiety. Like, honestly, guys, even back in Hog's Face, most of the week when we were doing the podcast, I would mostly not do anything. And I, sure, 80 to 90% of that is because I am lazy. But also, like, when I'm not doing the podcast, I'm kind of scared to talk to people. I can give you something for anxiety. Here, put out your hand. Um. Put out your hand. Are you going to try to feed me? No, just put out your hand. Okay. Here. It's a rock. This magical rock will help you relieve your anxiety. Oh, shit. His hand turned invisible. <gasps> Damn it. No, that's the wrong rock. Give me that. <laughs> Wait, hold that on. You son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. You sedor. All this time, I've wanted invisible hands, and you had a rock that could give me at least one invisible hand. Here, take the other damn rock. <gasps> it's useless, though. You have to hold on to the rock. No, I'll decide what's useless. I have invisible hands. Sure, I can't do anything with them, but they're invisible. You couldn't do anything with them anyway. <sighs> Very well. Have all the anxiety you like and invisible hands. Who cares? Ah, our first resolved storyline of season three. <laughs> well, you know what? I think I am going to... Take the next week and try to get out in the school more, get to know people, and I'm going to be a better teacher. Well, the first change starts with awareness, Arnie, so I'm glad that you are striving to be better. Yeah. Um, let's see here. I have a, an email here from Esther Riley. It says, hello, Chunt. Susie and Arnie. Who's Susie? Susie? 
Susie Dorn? Oh, perhaps this person attends the University of Phoenix, where I teach math as Susan Doku. That's right. Greetings from Ireland. Where's Ireland? Oh, Ireland is uh, across the ocean. Why are they so Earth. angry? Oh, that okay. I know exactly where it is now. I'm relatively new to the podcast, and I'm binging through season two. That being said, I had a question stuck in my head and couldn't find the answer. Is there anyone in Foon who has the opposite power of you, in which the shapeshifter sleeps with someone and their partner changes into a clone of the shapeshifter? I don't know what they're talking about. So, so I change into whoever I sleep with. Yeah. It used to. Now I can change it. Will and they're saying if you sleep with someone, they turn into you. I mean, I think that's more just what happens in a long-term relationship. Yeah. Like eventually, they turn yeah. into you. Yeah. And vampires. Oh yeah, vampires. Oh, yeah, yeah, vampires. They'll turn mm. you into them. Yeah, that's the answer. All right. Well, hey, you know what? I have an email here. Uh, as always, you can email me at Magic Tavern at Puppies Supplies. It's a real email address. Here's one. Hey guys and guests, sorry, no guests, so get it right. Long time, first time here, ever since Jethro Tall was on your episode, I've been thinking to get to Foon, Ian Landmaster would fall asleep, but to get out, he just wakes up. To get to Foon, Arnie, it's Professor Neekamp, you had to fall into a magic portal, so maybe to get out of Foon, you might have to have a wake, huh? I think you have to die? Oh, no. If not that, just keep looking up. Sincerely, Mooster McMooster Pants. I don't want to die. Didn't you drive into the portal? No, I mean, I had my car. Did the car fall? No, I didn't really. I I, I guess I do say, hold on. Hello from the Magic Tavern. A monthly podcast from the Magic Tavern. A monthly podcast? (laughs) This comes out monthly? Why are we recording so many? What are we doing? Are we dumping a bunch of these? Is it best? I only release one in four or five. Well, oh, that's it. fair. Yeah. Like last week's made no sense, so I can't release we that We should to never release that. Well, Mooster McMooster Pants, if that is your real name, I'm not going to die anytime soon. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Of course, I'm here to protect you. There's no chance of Arnold dying with Usador the wizard protecting him. And if I did die... Usador, you could just bring me back. Like that time you died, you came back. Oh, no, definitely not. What do you mean? Uh, But magic. Well, there's only so much magic can do. If you're dead, truly dead, you're you're gone. But you did it. You you were (laughs) truly dead. Yes, but I am a coalescence of magical force in the shape of a human. Ugh. Hmm. Are you a coalescence of magical force in the shape of a human? Maybe. I don't think so. Maybe I am. I doubt it. Maybe I am, and I just don't know it. Maybe I've always been it, and I, like, think that I'm a human. But I am. Are there tests? Yes, we just take some of your blood and see how many midichlorians you have. <laughs> Ugh. No, thank you. And we should say, of course, to the students listening to the entire Jizzle Knob Academy, good morning. Oh, shit. Right? And good morning. And, and if we don't see morning. you... Good afternoon. Yeah. Good evening. And good night. Fuck off. <laughs> Arnold. No, I'm I'm trying to give them a little like Oh math algebra. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, a little taste of their own medicine, huh? Yeah. Oh, chunt. Yeah. Don't make any sudden movements. Is there a wolf back? I think you've got some mail. Oh no. It's an air wolf. Oh. <laughs> Is the wolf dead? <laughs> oh god. I didn't even make that connection. <laughs> Good. I took extensive notes during the episode, but honestly, I don't think any of this is useful. It's it's always so awkward when I submit my report to my boss, especially when she asks me to read it to her. Uh, Anyway, Usador the Wizard was played by Matt Young. Chunt the Talking Badger was played by Adel Rafai. Hello from the Magic Tavern is produced by Arnie Niekamp, Matt Young, and Adel Rafai. Post-production coordination by Garrett Schultz. Earwolf producer, Kimmy Lucas. This episode edited by Garrett Schultz. Special assistance by Ryan DeGiorgi. Hello from the Magic Tavern logo by Ellard LeBan. Magic Tavern theme by Andy Poland. Hey, have I mentioned the upcoming Magic Tavern live shows? Well, it doesn't matter because I'm going to mention them now. Hello from the Magic Tavern is coming to Atlanta, Georgia, January 12th. Charlotte, North Carolina, January 13th. Then off to the other side of the country, Portland, Oregon on January 15th. Seattle, Washington, January 16th. 
And there's a newly announced show in San Francisco, California on January 17th as part of the San Francisco Sketchfest. The tickets are all on sale now. So you can get more info and links to buy tickets at hellofromthemagictavern.com and clicking the live shows tab. Hey, and while you're at hellofromthemagictavern.com, you can also check out the new shirts and pins and that silent eye coin. It is the holiday shopping season after all. And maybe that's where Trisha went. Okay, as a reward for sitting through all of that, I have a clip from I Am Spintax, the new spin-off series on Stitcher Premium. Spintax the Green hosts his own podcast, trying to gain power to return to Foon. It's co-hosted by an undead corpse and Jessica McKenna from Off Book. Oh, she's great. I'm sure the corpse is great too. Now I'm excited for this clip. Anyway, you know all the blah 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 about going to stitcherpremium.com slash magic for a free month of Stitcher Premium. It's a great way to support the podcast and you can listen to all the Magic Tavern spinoff shows. Blah blah blah. Okay, let's get to the clip. I did notice this large shape underneath. Yes. I do not have seven and a half feet of laptops under this tarp. Okay. What I have is, let me grab it, and it's going to be a tight reveal. <laughs> Behold, Sal Magundi, the beast I have created. Oh my gosh, Sal Magundi? Is that his name, or is that the name of what he is? That will be his name uh- once I bring him to life. Okay. Ooh. You notice the fine stitches he has been put together. By a variety of necrotic flesh. Ooh, this sounds real gross. Which what? I dug by hand Whoa. out from the cemeteries uh, around the Hollywood area. Uh, oh, God. Uh, uh, yes, he does smell. I'm sure the smell will dissipate once he's reanimated. Oh, did you do it, like, during a Cinespium film? Like, did you, like, go digging about while they were showing, like, Never Been Kissed or Jaws or something? It was easy to blend in with the crowd. <laughs> Oh, shoot. I forgot to turn the podcast off after the clip ended. God, there's so many things to remember. Well, see you next week. Okay, I gotta check the mail. Wouldn't even check this goddamn mail if I didn't sign up for that goddamn subscription box. Spent all my motherfucking money on trial-sized cosmetics like a real asshole. The fuck is this? Why is there a wolf in my mailbox? It says two flower from Arnie. Oh, oh, wolf, I fucking end you! I will end you! I will make you hell! Hell, bitch! Hell, bitch! Hell! Welcome to Pura, the most pristine, safe, climate-stable city on Earth. A haven amidst the wreckage. Here, you're safe from heat domes, superstorms, water bandits in the outer lands. There's no crime in Pura, no murder, no suicide. And best of all, there's no cost to join us. In Pura, we promise to keep you safe. They killed her! You took everything! In a world that doesn't feel so safe anymore, we're waiting for you. Here, the Last City is a new scripted audio drama from Wondery. Enjoy The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City right now ad-free on Wondery Plus. Get started with your free trial at wondery.com slash plus.